welcome to Everlasting Malice, the unrepentant hordes of Ramjack. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, my name is Alex, and joining us today, as always, is our good friend Brad. Hello, citizens. Hello. A little bit closer on my microphone, um, just to make sure everything's coming in right. We've got an episode of TNT to cover later in the show. Oh boy, yeah, we do. Another doozy. They keep out like outdoing themselves. You sent me a text message. Was it a few days ago or yesterday, maybe, where you said that this goes to new levels of bonkers, even more so than maybe the Silver Angel or even the episode we watched last week, uh, Playing With Fire. And I would say, I went in thinking, no, it can't be that. It can't be that crazy or, or kooky. And it, it was. Yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, I think uh, it's just under Silver Angel. Silver Angel's still the, the top. Silver Angel, yeah, is hits, a, I mean, beyond the superpowers it gives Mr. T that we're not aware of, the strain. I, there's so many things that yeah. happen this silver angel the rapping the weird uh, sped up video and like the montage where they're running at the grocery store but this one stars sophie which makes it yeah even more of a delight and a new a newcomer uh, amy amanda's nephew but oh boy. we'll get into the episode the 15th episode of tnt we've watched 15 of these so far sophie a la modem we'll do that later in the show so good so just good. so you know the original air date of that episode was in april 18th 1988 Oh, blast from the past! I keep I keep thinking it's earlier. Eighty eight like seems like I have concrete memories of eighty eight. Like yeah. for a lot of that year, absolutely. Like I keep thinking this is like eighty four. Yeah, it's like Canada, Canada's just a few years behind. <laughs> See, Coover, you know it's you know it did you know yeah it'll get there when it gets there. You know the future is off in the distance. Before we get to that, the show, and talking about how wonderful and crazy it is, and how modems are... are, I I will say this before we even get into anything else. One of the things I loved about this episode of TNT was that a lot of dialogue that is kind of in the background is just beautiful. Um, There's a lot of talk of modems and how much they cost. We'll get to it in a minute. Um, But yeah, Brad, other than that, how's life? What's been going on with you, friend? Oh, you know, just living, living the dream. Living, living that dream. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. I, uh, you know, I work in the morning. Uh, gotta go to go to work now. Still, mm. still thinking that's that's no good. I don't. Why, why gotta go to work? I was supposed <laughs> to have two on weeks that off. Grind, huh? I don't like it. Yeah. No, what, what's that about? Uh, but getting off at five o'clock is really nice. Like that's crazy. Cause like I hear that music go off and I'm like, wait, what time is it? Oh, it's time to go home. Oh, hear the like the lobby music shuts off and it's like, well, gotta go. Gotta get out the door. Thank you for clarifying. I love that silence is what lets you know. Oh man, I gotta get. I, they gotta. They're gonna start pushing me out the door if I don't get up now. Yeah. In my mind, it's better if it's a special like tone or song like d- telling you to leave. Yeah, it's like because I mean it's a bank, so like there's just music playing all day and then like. Then there's just not. And it's like, oh, it's five o'clock. Well. I'm assuming it's like instrumental music and not like radio. No, it's it's like, no, it's like, uh, um, like some like 70s and 80s station. It's like the most, like, it's music I recognize. So it's like the most general appealing, like, you know, station ever. So I want, I, wow. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's iHeartRadio. Um, cause I feel like I've heard a couple of iHeartRadio ads, but there aren't ads other than that. So I think it's, they've, it, they've got iHeartRadio or something. Interesting. Wow. I mean, I'm sure that's legal for them to stream. Right? Mm, who knows? Who knows? I'm sure. I mean, look, it's a bank. I'm sure it's all on the up and up. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty so sure. Yeah, you just like like any They're other bank, They have money to throw at things. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. Sh- I'll pay for we'll, the rights. We'll, we'll get the station of of the most 
like agreeable music ever. It's got to be agreeable when people are uh, perhaps up to shady things in a bank. I just like uh, noticed there's like, wait, I know every song they've played. What are the odds of that ever happening? I mean, that does shock me. Yeah. It would have to be from the 70s and 80s. Yeah, yeah. It's, because... like, it's like Elton John, Billy Joel, like I like Queen. Like it's like music that like you would have to work very hard to not be aware of. Cool. I mean, yeah. But oh, then, I, but then it ends. It's time for me to go home. It's time, and then the music ends, and it's time to go home. Brad, I, I do have. So I have a lot of just random things, which I haven't really brought to the show a lot recently. But I, I was able to do it this week. Nice. Um, one of which I'm but, very much looking forward to. Oh. Um. But one of these things is related to music, and even I guess from a yesteryear. Um. So I. This is more of uh, FYI for people who might be writing uh, novels, people who might be wanting to write stories and then pitch them and get them made in the books. Be careful when you use song lyrics. We know this uh, because co- song lyrics are copyrighted. Um, an author who wrote a book that I, I talked about it once, I read both of his books, um, uh, Hank Green, he's a presence online a lot, uh, science educator and such. He used three songs in one of his books and he didn't really think about it. He was just like, oh, I need to, I need to write these songs in popular culture into my books. I'll just use three of them. He didn't think about it and when he gave it to, to uh, agents and then publishing companies, they didn't say anything until like, I guess right when it was about to be published and he's like, oh, by the way, we may have to, you may have to pay royalties for this to use it in your book. It's from this number to this number. How much do you think three songs cost him? And it's okay. This is just a spot in the dark. I'll tell you the three songs. Uh, Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Call Me Maybe, uh, which was a song I maybe 10 years ago that was a popular. Okay. And then Golden Years by David Bowie. I mean... Mentioned in the story, they, they say some of the lyrics, not even the whole song. Tons of stuff like, hey, David Bowie wrote the song in this time period. I, ooh, it's part of the story this, for just a I, this second. This should absolutely be fair use. Like, you think so? Yeah. It I think so, too. It should be fair use. <laughs> yeah, right? You're allowed to I... reference things that exist in reality. Now, if you're like, I don't know, if you're like doing it like as like a, like if it's part of your book, like it's like it's a chapter heading and you're like basing your book around the song or something, uh, maybe then. But like if it's just in your book, that should be fair use. Yeah, I think so, too. I I would fucking write I would, I would rather be, I, I would be sued. I would, before I would pay a goddamn penny. Take me to court, motherfucker. <laughs> Hank Green paid ten and a half thousand dollars to use those songs in his books. It is dumb. Go, they uh, should like, just. How me. many people sue read me. this book? Because this, I mean, look, Hank Green is almost uh, a legendary level for a lot of young kids, especially on like social media platforms, especially if they're into like fields of science or engineering or whatever, even fiction because of this. Um, so you know, these these kids read this and were like immediately going to Spotify or any place where they stream music and giving these people money for streaming these songs. Not a lot of money. Uh, artists are getting dicked over too. But David Bowie and Queen, just the, the companies, the record companies who own the rights to those get the, the money now because those people are dead. Um, call me maybe not, but uh, Carly Jimson, she's still around, but still. I don't think $10,000 no, no, was a fair I would price, to be honest. Sue me into the ground. You'll never get a fucking penny, ever. Brad, speaking of suing people, McDonald's is up to some shady shit. Okay, all right. Makes sense, yeah. Have you been to an AI drive-thru yet for McDonald's? I, excuse me, um, what's... So they are experimenting with, or they have used in a few places, AI-driven drive-thrus where you don't talk to a person. You you roll up and it says, hello, in a computer voice. Hello, welcome to McDonald's. I'm taking your order today. Tell me what you want. 
and then you talk to a computer and it regurgitates all the things that you ordered. I'm sure it's awkward. I'm sure there's moments like in in every uh, automated system I've ever interacted with where it says, I heard you say chicken nuggets. Is that what you meant? Or something like, uh, I, did you want a hamburger as opposed to that? I'm sure it's awkward. But um, you order and then you, you go about your day. You go talk to a human or at least a human gives you food. But the ordering process is all an AI, a McDonald's AI. Does it talk like Ronald McDonald? I fucking hope so. I hope that I, I hope that it has a voice that cycles through all of the beloved 80s mascots. I want Grimace. I want that weird bird, birdie or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I want the hamburglar to take my order. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I don't I don't think it does. I think it is just like almost yeah, like no. a Siri level voice, which isn't is is lame. It'll evolve. It, like at that point though, why not? Because I, I agree, it's not gonna work most of the time, and it's gonna have to go to a par- point where they have to bring like a person on. There has to be a backup person. It's like, no, that's not correct. That's not correct. You said it ten times, and then like an actual person picks up on a headset. Like that's gotta Surely, be yeah. part of it. And it's, it's gotta be point, monitored. At that point, why don't you just create some sort of automated system where like you're like like you have like a touch screen at the drive-through. Like they have the touch screens inside a lot of McDonald's now, where you like order like on the on the on the the screen like just mm-hmm. have one of those for a drive through like no this talking thing doesn't work pressing buttons works and we're not even getting into so we have made incredible advances in the automated like ai voice technology and have it understanding things um i i almost was joking earlier i have run into systems because we grew up with these at, like we were the test subjects for these systems that were horrible when they first came out i always had to talk to an operator i still prefer to talk to an operator i'm sure it's gotten better but the second you start throwing weird things at these people and we know a lot of voice technology is actually racist like hey, can, it, I, they, can, they I, only... can i get that can i get that with with no no cheese and a, and an extra pickle and oh, could, could you put could you put onions on one half of the sandwich and like could yeah <laughs> onions on a, on half of the get, sandwich can i get a barbecue sauce but not like not the regular bar the other barbecue sauce do you have the other barbecue sauce right now what are you talking about weirdo <laughs> uh, and also make sure machine tell the humans to make sure my fries are hot i want them fresh from the fryer i'm not gonna take them I'm gonna sit in your line I got a and coupon. make everyone wait. I got a coupon that expired in 1987. Uh, like, does that scale? <laughs> <laughs> Is it worth more now? I've held on to this money. This it was, is an investment, my friend. It, it's it, it's not fifty cent off, but back then, back then the burger cost a dollar. So I feel it should probably like it should be three dollars. <laughs> Ronald McDonald AI, can you log on to Wikipedia and see what inflation has done to this fifty cent coupon? Also, you saw the Garfield glasses from, from that year. <laughs> hey, do you remember them Garfield glasses, computer? Just just one of the back. Check the back. Beep 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 beep. Check the back. <laughs> I mean, this is a recipe for fucking disaster yeah, no, in a so drive-thru. Okay. I think that you're right with the touch screens. I say make it all on the phone. Like, you, you roll into McDonald's, yeah. it, it detects your phone. Hey, I detect that you're near a drive-thru. This is just a place you can park and, like, get your order together I mean, for a second and then pull up. Along you're good. those lines, the last time I went to a McDonald's, um, as soon as you pull up, it's like, hi, will you be ordering through the mobile app today? And then a person comes on. Hi, go ahead with your order. And it's like, well, what if I Whoa. did have a mobile order? I guess I tell you now instead of the machine that just asked. I don't know. Weird. Weird. Doesn't make sense. 
Hi, do you um, have a mobile order today? No, what's your order? I was like, but could I, how is this supposed to work? When am I supposed to respond? Um, I don't, because literally no one has the, the mobile. I'm not driving through with the mobile order. That sounds hard. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. I I did go through a drive-thru with a similar situation where a voice recording came on first to tell me something, and then the person came on. And it was kind of jarring because the voice that came through first was like velvety, awesome, obviously high production values. Like a podcast, if it's done right. And then the other person's, I could I could just hear like the, the audio completely like cave in on itself. And then it's the standard, hello, what do you want? Um, all that to be said, you might remember that when I started this, I was talking about people being sued. And there's a class action lawsuit against McDonald's. Yeah, take them because down. Because McDonald's is harvesting any and all information they can when you pull up to these AI drive-thrus. Um, because to them, they want to make your experience better every time. Yes, we're going to harvest your voice through this community. We've, we've upgraded the microphones actually at these drive-thrus. So we have a clear audio profile of you. Uh, and of course we installed cameras um, so we can get your license plate so that no matter where you go to a McDonald's with this AI, we'll be able to remember you and collect more of your voice profile data and not really give you anything for that other than a better experience in the future, whatever that might mean. Um, because that's literally what they said when asked, well, why are you collecting all of this? Better experience. How? Mm? What? I, I don't, what do they get out of it? Like, what is, like, what one is of these days when you ask it? for one of those uh, vintage Garfield glasses, <laughs> we're going to put it in a store near you and surprise you with it. We're not gonna do that. We're McDonald's. Fuck you. We checked the back. Guess what? Next time, you will talk to yourself when you are. <laughs> We're gonna digitize uh, your voice. What's up? Welcome to McDonald's. It's me, Evil You, talking at you through the thing. Uh, what do you, you want? You want nuggets again? That's what you get every time. Um, so yeah, don't know what's up with that, but McDonald's is being sued because they didn't tell anyone they were doing any of this, and I actually don't know how pe how people found out, but um, they got their wrist slapped, and they're going to court over it. Yeah, it's fine. Anytime corporations being sued, I'm for it, but whatever. Brad, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but someone got their NFTs stolen recently. Yes, I am aware. It's wonderful. $2.2 million worth of NFTs yeah. stolen from ah. a gentleman. Now, did, did they right-click and save copies of them by chance? <laughs> no, Brad. It's more nefarious than that. It was it was a it was a harder hack. Remember, Brad, the blockchain, which yeah. is supposed to protect all these things, yeah. is distributed everywhere. The whole point is nothing can change it. Nothing can get stolen. It's super secure. Um, I, I mean, except when it gets stolen, then like there's no way to get your nonsense back. Well, I granted that this this person did fall for a classic email phishing scam. Mm. And that's how it got stolen. Yeah. You can only make the blockchain so secure until someone's like, oh, yeah, uh, well, this email seems legit. Yeah, here's all my information for my $2.2 million NFTs, motherfucker. No. My beautiful apes. My beautiful apes. And by Those beautiful apes. apes, I mean really ugly, like, randomly generated computer apes. Yeah, a lot of NFTs are absolute garbage. Oh, most NFTs are absolute garbage. Yeah, but especially those bored apes. Yeah, like, that's, it's, it's stupid. It's very bad. Super stupid. Um, another reason he was able to get exploited is because he used something called a hot wallet, uh, which is just like his wallet was connected to the internet directly in a way, so the phishing scam was able to work. They stole it. Uh, but he, he got mad, and he went to OpenSea, which is a peer-to-peer -peer marketplace, for these NFTs and said, this isn't fair. This isn't supposed to be stolen. I fell for an email scam. Can you help me out? And they said, sure. We're going to freeze uh, all the, all tr like 
all everything around the NFTs that were stolen, and no one can do anything with them until we sort this out. You'll be fine. Thanks. And that's when people got extra mad because they're like, well, wait a minute, should this be allowed? Should you be able to step in and like just stop this in this way? What do you think, Brad? I wait. So he actually is gonna get his his nonsense back? Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's gotten it back yet, but the idea is that something that uh, one of the main marketplace people came out and was like, hey, look, we're gonna freeze these NFTs that were stolen from you, and we're gonna investigate further. And yeah, I guess if pending investigation, they may just give it back to him. Which wow. is a little... I mean, I'm glad that people can get the stuff that they have recovered if it's stolen. I, man, I like fuck them. I, I say fuck them because... Like I mean, all it's money's fake. The... All money's fake. Um, but this is like extra fake, yeah. and it's so dumb. Like I just feel, and like I understand why, like this, like exchange would want to do that because, mm -hmm. like, if this shit keeps happening, like they're eventually gonna have to regulate it, and that's when it, the whole thing falls apart. Because the whole point of this is to like you know money launder and like tax evade and do all kinds of shifty crap and as soon as there's any sort of regulation it all falls apart um so mm -hmm. they don't want that um so and I, I, I see why they would try to self-police but also it seems impossible like that's it, the whole point it's it's, it's completely yeah. like oh, this is it's 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 completely veiled. Like, I don't know, understand how you would, I don't know, understand how they would even get it back. Like, so in the real world, if an art piece is stolen, one, um, you have the beginnings of basically a, a script you can sell. You have a story that you can market to the entertainment industry because that's an art theft. That's art heist. Those are hot, hot commodities out there in the, uh, uh, those heist movies. So you have the beginnings, you could sell that. But in the real world, if something gets stolen art wise, yeah. You want someone to get it back if it's stolen. It wants to be returned to its rightful owner. But if it's stolen, it's stolen. Like, a lot has to happen to get it back. NFTs are just data. Um, so I, I, the, the, if setting aside the obnoxiousness of NFTs and the obnoxiousness of this person and the two point two million dollars, oh, I can't set that aside. At its nature, anything gets stolen from someone, it sucks. And I, I, my gut instinct or my gut reaction is, I hope they get it back. We should try to help them get it back. Mm, disagree. But two point two million is a number that I think that that's the reason they stepped in, which to me is just more a reflection of the unfairness of society. If this happened to someone who owned one NFT, they would laugh at them and not even respond to them. But this is someone who's already rich and could afford to throw $2.2 million at garbage NFTs. And when he throws a fit about it and he gets his stuff stolen, of course they're going to stop the blockchain. They're going to stop everything and freeze it so that they can recover this for this person. But that's not fair because that can't happen for everyone. The whole system's fucked. Long story short, probably don't buy NFTs. Yeah, um, definitely don't. Or support them. It's very dumb. Super dumb. It's like extra dumb. It's like there were people were like, ah, the economy is fake. Money's stupid. What if we made it more stupid and more fake? Yeah. Make it a little hotter, like easier, faster to generate strange things. We'll make a, a weird, gross, slightly different NFTs that are just garbage um, and make it faster and easier to make. And we talked about this when they first came out. Like, should we make NFTs out of our uh, podcast? We didn't because one, that's way too much work. Um, but yeah, don't get NFTs. It's don't Very do dumb. it. Very dumb. Brad, 
I'm going to segue into an animal fact. And the first one's with giraffes, one of my favorite animals. Right. Did you know that giraffes were sly creatures, Brad? Mm. Did you know that they have been uh, puzzling humans, scientists that observe them, people who take care of them, for a very fucking long time? Basically since we've known them. Because you know one of the mysteries about giraffes that we just now have hard scientific data around? You can't see the, the air quotes I'm making while I'm talking. We now know that giraffes sleep. Did we not? Might... Did we not know that? Nope. Nope. Apparently, giraffes up until recently, it's been a mystery when they sleep, how long they sleep, because the observers, they're just giraffes hanging out, standing still. They didn't know when they slept. It took a thorough investigation to discover that giraffes sleep roughly about 30 minutes a day. What the fuck? I know, right? Almost unfair. Um, they sleep for 30 always, minutes. They're always so tired. They are just exhausted <laughs> all the time. Can't get through a day without a cup of coffee. <laughs> they're just um, like, oh, oh, yeah, I was supposed to do something. I, oh, I'm just, oh, sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I'm just not, oh, boy, I'm just not feeling it today. Oh, um, well, sorry, what were, we, what were we talking about? I can't. Can't I'm focus. Just, just, sorry. I am so, so, I know this is every day of my life, but boy, today's a rough one, right? Mondays. <laughs> Oh, it's Thursday? God, I can't wait for the weekend, right? <laughs> yes, business giraffes are the worst people to talk to because the small talk never ends they, because they're barely awake. They can barely... Um, oh, so, uh, so you, did you, um, you ever watch that mass Singer show? It's like, uh, what's that about? Like, do they... So, like, is there just, like, once... I don't... I don't... I don't... Um, what? Okay, I have more on giraffes, but seriously, did you know that they rebooted the mask Singer show? What? What do you mean rebooted it? It's like, it's not that so old, was, right? Yeah, they changed the concept a little bit. Um, I just saw this, this advertised. Is the singer it's, still masked? Um, I think it's still like a mystery, but I don't, they, they've changed the production. There's one guy who's kind of hosting it now as opposed to like the panel. Um, there's more things that they changed. I don't know. It, I've it never just, seen this show and I'm very accused. So I saw a commercial and it was like talking about the same elements for the masked singer. And I was like, wait a minute. Isn't this just the Masked Singer show? And then they said a different title, presenting it as if they had to reboot it for some reason. I meant to investigate this for the show, but I just forgot about it because I can't. I So I, I bring that up now because it's weird. Stranger still that you brought it up out of nowhere. I don't know why just, you know, grabbing things out of the air. That's it's fine. Giraffes? Hold up. Now I gotta look at the Masked Singer to see what's going on. Oh, there's a Masked Dancer now too. I didn't know there were spinoffs. To recognize dancers? Are there n enough known dancers to be able to have a masked one? I'm gonna have to look into this more because I'm on the Wikipedia page and it doesn't mention like the reboot. I just saw this like a few days ago and I, I could have been seeing the commercial and didn't realize it uh, for the dance one, but I'm pretty sure I didn't because it had the same cast too. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'll, I'll come back with a report on the masked singer later. Please do. But back to giraffes, 30 minutes a day. Guys, they only sleep five minutes and in five minute intervals. So they sleep five minutes, go about their day, five minutes again later, and it's not all at once. So they just sleep five minutes at a time, about 30 minutes a day, having the time of their lives, with the heads in the clouds, the largest heart of any creature, just running around the savannas uh, in their natural habitat. Like in a zoo, I don't But like, you know, if, like, if, but like, if a giraffe just got a four hours of sleep once, like, can you imagine the shit they would get done in oh, a day? Oh, goodness. Ah. Oh. I mean, it would change their lives. Just an hour of sleep. Hey, guys, guys, you gotta check 
check this out. I am so wired right now. Oh, fuck. Wow. <laughs> a giraffe is just like walking around with eyes wide. Like, what the fuck? What this are we is reality? doing? I've been seeing it in a fog of like just exhaustion for uh, for years. Larry, Larry, you know that sleep thing where like you're like uh, like for no. five minutes, you're just kind of unconscious. Guys, four hours. It's great. You might be asking questions like I asked. How the fuck did they keep this from zookeepers? Giraffes are constantly around people at a zoo. How did they not know they slept? How did we just now discover this? I'm assuming there's some shenanigans. Maybe this is the first proven scientific paper. I'm sure people knew about this they or suspected sleep, they, this. They only sleep when people when people aren't looking. They refuse <laughs> to sleep if anyone's looking at them. They don't like to be stared at and they will, they don't trust humans, which I understand. I wouldn't sleep. trust us either. Just can't get to sleep. Can't sleep. These weirdos looking at at me? Could you sleep with a weirdo looking at you? <laughs> what if they only get 30 minutes of sleep if humans are constantly watching them and they're aware? Otherwise, yeah, full oh, yeah. eight hours, yeah. just chilling, doing their thing. Oh god, are they still here? I am so tired. Just leave. Fuck, what do they want? <laughs> did I doze off? Fuck, did they do something? It's because of us. They only get 30 minutes of yeah. sleep. Um, also, they sleep standing up. Uh, a lot of this, they, they in all actuality, theorize is because of predation, even though they are tall, very, like, scary creatures because of their height and mass. Uh, they're easy prey because they're giraffes. They don't really do anything. <laughs> no, no. So they think because of their nature and everything that they've just adapted to only sleep 30 minutes a day at five-minute intervals just throughout the day. But I'd like to think that maybe we should do some more investigation to see if we aren't the cause of this. Just saying. If Let's we're just now discovering it. some CBD gummy. Ooh, also changed their lives. Seriously. What if we do give animals drugs? <laughs> What happens if we give all the animals like just CBD gummies? Just see what's up. A lot of animals actually do not have an eight hour. Like we have an eight hour sleep and, and because we filter everything through ourselves because we're human, many other creatures do not have the same sleep schedule or the need for sleep as we do. It's just shocking when it's almost unfair that a large creature like a giraffe only needs 30 minutes of sleep and sleeps for five minutes at a time when I would fucking love that. The things we could do if we could sleep like that and only need that sleep. But that's that's what it is. Um, so Something else this week that I am reminded of that I also forget is the fragility of the human mind. Mm. So I, I've mentioned on the show before that I've held a human brain. I once dated a woman um, who, who was, was a, a murderer. Who was it? Who was a murderer? Um, I, I dated a woman who was uh, in med school, and one of the dates we went on is she took me to the morgue, like where they dissected bodies and stuff, because. A lot of artists, I, I fancy myself an artist, a lot of them came up looking in morgues for like anatomy drawings. She's like, well, hey, you're interested in science, obviously. This is cool. You want to come look at all this stuff? So I actually held a human brain and I was like, wow, this is weird to be holding human brain for a lot of reasons. But I didn't realize how weird it was or have I forgotten it because I was reminded this week that you cannot really hold a human brain in its natural state. Um, in order to hold it, it goes through a solidification process, which adds a lot of weight to it. And it was heavy, memory serves. And I thought, wow, this is pretty nuts. I think this is in your head, but it's not that heavy in your head. In your head, the average brain is like 1.3 kilograms and its consistency is incredibly fragile. It's essentially jello. So much so that if you tried to lift a brain, your fingers would just go through it. Ah. Because it is, yes, I mean, that's how, your brain is so much more fragile than you realize. It is jello-like, but basically featherweight. It is suspended in your head with like fluid. And yeah, it is very susceptible to manipulation. Protect your head. <laughs> 
Please protect your head. Your brain, your memories, everything about you and who you are is basically just jello floating in a syrup. Be fucking careful. Wear a helmet. Maybe don't play football or any contact sport. The last thing I want to bring up of the other things that, I, that just kind of came up this week. Brad, you don't, this is, there is no, I mean, there's a right answer here, but I don't expect you to know this. Interracial marriage was made legal at a federal level in 1967. Do you know the last state to ceremoniously change their state constitution to allow interracial marriage? Oh. And do you know not only the state, the last state to do it? Because technically, if the federal level was ever overturned, the state laws would come back into effect and it would be banned. But they went ahead and was like, okay, you know what? It's about time we change the laws in our state uh, constitution for, for interracial marriage to be accepting of interracial marriage. And this year, <laughs> what year it was, was the last crazy, state? Because I, I it's do I crazier this. than you might even think. <laughs> Uh, I don't think you could throw out a number. No, I The last state was Alabama, Mm -hmm. and they did not change their state laws until the year 2000. Yeah. Fuck you, Alabama. What the fuck? I was going to say 2001, but yeah, that's... I, I, I remember when it happened. I'd be like, wait, what? How? 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 Weird. South Carolina did it in 1998. And Mississippi did it in 1987. Everyone else followed pretty quickly after 1967 if they hadn't already made it illegal, bef- uh, like made it legal before then. Just interracial marriage. Um, do you know <laughs> when they did the ceremony- ceremonial voting of like, hey, you know what? Let's get with the times. Um, maybe, uh, yeah, this is long time coming. Granted, it's symbolic, but look, this is weird that we that this is still in our state constitution. When they voted for it. They, they voted at like a, a weird, I say weird, but it, it wasn't through like their um, their state-like representatives or whatever, like inside the state. They did it through a mass like state vote. Hey, Alabama, do you vote that we should allow interracial marriage, yes or no, on the ballot this time when you're voting? Brad, 41% of Alabama voters in 2000 voted against interracial marriage. No. That is embarrassing. I- and dumb and gross. Yeah. 38% in California and then 48% in Mississippi against interracial marriage at those times. Absolutely mind-boggling. Is it though? It's not. And the more, the older we get, the more we realize this, the more we learn. Um, but yeah, just reminding us who we are right now. <laughs> as, a, as a world, as a country, hey. Alabama 2000. Yeah, I guess people can get married, you know, interracially. It's a wonder that gay marriage uh, was made legal at a, at a federal level. And I'm sure there's still some state rules against that that have not ceremoniously been overturned. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it doesn't bode well for anything. Like, like, I immediately thought of all the other, like, not only gay marriage, but also just, again, abortion. Once that gets overturned by the Supreme Court, or, like, they do that, it's going to go back to the state laws. Yeah. And then that's going to be gross and stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like our country is bad and all of our politicians suck. I know almost is a facetious use of that word. Like it it is. I mean, yeah, that's where we're at Mm -hmm. in in, in 2022. Yeah. Yep. That's where we're at. And you know how I feel about it, Alex? What? Well, I'm ticked off (laughs) that my mom got mad at me when I helpfully pointed out that her dog has a third eyelid visible only when the dog is asleep. Why won't she listen to the truth? All dogs have a third eyelid. Just Google it. It's a thing. Huh. Okay. 
Alright. That's what ticks you off? That someone doesn't believe you that dogs have a third eyelid. Interesting. I'm ticked off that I didn't get what I wanted for Christmas again. I don't know, like, maybe tell somebody what you want for Christmas. Yeah, or, you know, you make the naughty list. Sorry, that's up to you. Mm. In both instances, that's up to you. Whether or not Santa Claus is involved at all. Also, why don't you just get your own chat? Yeah. Is this so like a tiny really child writing just, just in? Get, you know what? I want to tell the local news. I didn't get what I wanted for Christmas. Again! Maybe what if the fans, age kid? of, like, because obviously a lot of these we f- assume are old people. What if it's just like really young people? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You wouldn't be able. Could you really tell the difference in a lot of cases? Recently, Orange County sent out a flyer regarding weekly garbage and recycle co- recycling collection. It has been asked that residents do not stuff the barrel so much that the lid cannot be closed. To a, to Orange County, I say this. Either give residents a second barrel for trash slash recycling or start coming twice a week. The taxes that you suck out of us pays for your service. Hmm. Very angry. Hmm. <clears throat> Why, why, why? Certainly not what it's called. No. Can't Amazon delivery drivers ring the doorbell when they drop off a package so it doesn't sit in the rain until you happen to look out the window? Get a security camera. That's not their responsibility to know. A lot of Amazon stuff alerts you almost immediately when it gets delivered now. I haven't had a package delivered, I would say, in the last year that wasn't kluk within 10 minutes of them dropping it on my doorstep. I don't know. Maybe, like, cover your doorway? Put up a, put up, put up an awning. I don't know. Yeah. Figure it out. Like, it's not their Maybe problem. they do it because they hate you? Maybe yeah. you're an annoying person? Who knows what's yeah. going on? I don't know all maybe, the facts. Maybe you're trash. <laughs> Do you ever think about that? Do you ever think that maybe you were trash? Huh. Um, by the way, I am I am skipping all the ticked offs about people parking at the pump and going into the gas station. There's more of those? Oh my friend, it is hold on, let me just do a quick count. One, two, this next one, three, four, uh, five, six. Uh, is everything seven. okay in Florida with you guys and fuel? Like, I don't know. Is this just like a local thing that people hate? We've talked about it before, but at this point, if there's that many, it, I mean, they're like, taking a sweep. Like, that's I, seven ticked offs on. I think I have a uh, four, five tab. I have five tabs of ticked off open, and on those on those days, seven people. Ugh. That's crazy, man. You guys got to do something. You got to educate people that hey, it's okay if people park at the pump and then go inside. Yeah. Like, Deal with it. The moron who tried to pet the endangered Bengal tiger should have been shot, not the magnificent animal. Hmm. Didn't hear about this, but uh, yeah. Um, also, just on the subject of Florida, again for a second, mm-hmm. um, we killed Bob Saget. You guys killed Bob? He, he died here. I thought he yeah. died of natural causes. Uh, well, in a flo- in an Orlando hotel room. So uh, we, kill- yeah, you guys we killed, killed Bob him. Saget. You killed um, him. AOC uh, came, da- came down to Florida on, on vacation. Okay, went back has COVID. So like Aww. she got Florida COVID. Like guys, Florida. Like I don't come here. <laughs> it's like it's bad. <laughs> like like those of us that are trapped here. Like uh, there's no help for us. But like no one has to come down here, guys. It's it's bad. Like don't come here. You will die or get sick. <laughs> I I don't know. It, it has a very much like a post-apocalyptic feel. Like I like should I go down to Florida to avoid the zombie box? No, it's already too late for us. Just go. Like farewell, farewell world. We're we well. You live. Us Floridians will stay. Good luck. Good luck, world. Good luck. Farewell. Farewell. We'll hold the rabid monkeys and crocodiles. 
crocodiles as much as we can. Or alligators, no crocodiles. It's bad. It's very bad. It's very bad. I just, I, sometimes in these TikToks, I can't even understand what's happening. Oh, it's about gas pumps again. I'm going to read this because I didn't understand it. And then I found out it was about gas pumps. To, quote, saw it earlier, end quote. To saw it earlier, but capitalization is to saw it. To saw it earlier, quote, about parking at gas pumps. If you had read in between the lines, you would have realized, one, I'm less than 1% of abusive parkers because of how many actually need receipts, question mark, and two, the fault lies with a gas station. So either tell them to keep their paper stocked, or like Betty White has said, live with it. Now, we didn't kill Betty White. Florida did I was not about to that. ask, friend, we if you guys not. killed Betty White. We did not. Um, but I may point out, this was posted January 11th. Betty White was, was certainly dead when they sent this in. Fresh on her, their mind, you know? Why are you quote? Why, first of all, are like Betty White has said, live with it. That's not a Betty, that's not a famous Betty White quote. No. Live Maybe with they it. were just trying to, to show one, their admiration for her, and remember her in their own way, which was to go on ticked off and emote, if you will, and just make her a part of it. I mean, if That's you, how we remember you, them, Brad. If you wanted to say, uh, so either tell them to keep their paper stocked, or like Betty White said, I remember back in St. Olaf. Like, alright, <laughs> I guess. that She is the one that said that, I guess, but... I what mean, happened at the gas pumps in St. Olaf? I would like to know, actually. Definitely. Ugh. I'm ticked off that in a majority of the college bowl games, one team came to play and the other team came for the buffet. What? What are you talking about? I need that explained, Brad. You're the one with all the sports facts and knowledge. Came from the buffet. Is that a, is that a saying? Is that is that who said that? Was 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 that Rue McClanahan? <laughs> like who who said this this gym? One came to play, and the other came for the buffet. The buffet. What are we talking about? I mean, that sounds like something she would say. Oh, definitely, definitely. Weird. I don't. Like, was I don't know anything about sports. Was one of the sports teams, did they shame them because they went out to eat after the the, the horrible defeat they suffered? I mean... These are also college bowl players. Like, these are college students playing around the holidays? Fuck you. They're not... They should be free to not have to play at a fucking football game. Yeah. You're the one that's sitting at home with the buffet, motherfucker. How about you just let these kids be kids? Now, professional NFL players, that's different. They're they're professionals. They should be able to do whatever they want. But uh -huh. final exams, I don't know if I need to keep this relationship or keep going in, in like junior year. And you want me to play sports? Fuck you. Very strange. Are there any more ticked offs that will uh, inspire us or cause us to wonder? Oh, you mean ones that aren't about the fucking gas pump? Um, the gas pump thing at this point is something we need to like, I don't know who we need to escalate that to. You think DeSantis knows about it? You think he's reading ticked Let's off? Let's put this gas pump problem in perspective. I consider it a small problem compared to people speeding, swerving in and out of traffic, following too close and lack of turn signals. I can put up with the being patient at a pump, but not you putting me in danger. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, those are definitely bigger problems because one of them isn't a problem. Yeah. God. You live in Florida. Your COVID numbers are through the fucking roof. I am You're ticked. being lied to. I this am, is what you upset about? I am ticked off that there are some people who think they are so privileged that they are allowed to drive unregistered utility vehicles through our neighborhood. That is illegal, folks. <laughs> 
Huh. We got we got illegal like golf carts going around. Is that what we're talking about? Utility vehicles? That's what that is. I think it has to be golf carts or like it's not like go-karts or like an ATV or something. I don't know, maybe it is. Fair enough. I got one more ticked off because I love this one. This is my fave. <clears throat> Why do people Nope, correct. Already wrong. You're already canceled. I don't like you. Why do people feel the need to call kids something that they think is clever? Such as kiddos and littles and minis. <laughs> Never heard this in my life. <laughs> I even see it on professional Facebook pages from educated folks. Wish you people would stop it. <laughs> the concept, because when you read professional Facebook pages, that kind of like hit me in a weird way. The kiddos thing, I always hold people. I mean, that people make up nicknames. I've never heard littles or minis until now, and that's amazing. And I might start using it. I mean, because it's funny. Kids is already a, a little name. Yeah. Like they're they're human children. Like yeah. So what's the difference between saying kids, kiddos, littles, and minis? No one has ever said that's not a thing. No. Also, um, when they say professional Facebook pages, I think they mean like. Facebook pages of people that are professionals. I guess. I mean, that's that's a good I, guess. I don't think Who they knows? need like like you know the like the um uh, the I don't know John Irving Lawn Care Company. I don't think that's what they're talking about. I think yeah, you're talking about people, people who are professional that are on Facebook. I in wish my you mind, would stop saying kiddos. In my mind, a professional Facebook page is someone trying really hard to be <laughs> professional on Facebook. Professional, and at of course Facebook. they would refer to people. I would think someone like that would just refer to children as minis. Because minis is a weird, the weirdest Bring one of all. Minis. You know minis? The thing your about minis. minis are going to love these chocolate chip cookies. Look, minis can't spread COVID. They just can't. They don't get it. Oh, what? So weird. Yeah. Oh, I love taking my minis to the playground. It's weird. Oh, I love Professional I, Facebook person. <laughs> Quit calling the I minis. I love going to the park and seeing all the littles. But see, littles is, to me, it makes more sense than minis. Because minis, I don't know. Minis, uh, I'm getting worked up and I don't know why. Mm. Littles is also weird. Like, you shouldn't call off. children littles. Someone's ticked off. Littles. My minis. Oh. My minis. My littles. So, Alex, uh, what how did are your, the littles how are your, do at school today? How are your littles? Did your minis have a good holiday? What did the littles get for Christmas this year? What was in their stocking? What was in, what was in their mini stocking? The minis with their mini stockings. Ugh. Excuse me, where's the minis clothes section? Uh, uh, sir, get out. Yeah, that's a get out. Ugh. I mean... Uh, thank you. That is the best one. Yeah. That, that's the best way to close it's that segment this time weird. is with the littles and the minis of our world. No good. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Before we get into TNT, there is a television show I'm watching that I have to recommend. Hmm. I think I may have mentioned it before, but I am, I've watched all of it but the last episode. And Station Eleven on HBO is fucking good television. Um, you gotta, if you, if you got it, go for it. It's, there's nothing to hold you back. It is wonderful storytelling. Um, Post-apocalyptic. We see modern world get hit by a flu that basically kills people, anyone who gets infected by it and the people that survive after that around local Chicago. Beautiful. Wonderful television. There's also a kid's show called Craig of the Creek that my that my minis have been watching. Uh, it's a show uh, for minis about minis uh, hanging out in a creek in their neighborhood and just the different minis and all the things that the minis do. Um, it's really great. Ugh, Wonderful show. Gross. Gross. Ten minis out of ten minis. <laughs> um, I'm, I finally caught up on Nancy Drew. Oh. Uh, apparently it came back last week and I, I thought I was caught up and then Tammy was like, oh no, no, no. A new episode just dropped last night. And I was like, ah! 
So close! But I watched it, so I'm completely caught up again. That show is so fucking love it. Very good. I mean, uh, is Nancy Drew currently trying to find a way to stop, uh, like, a 300-year-old witch... Um, who has stolen the body of her long-deceased daughter. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but basically, that all happened because she's trying to stop a monster that freezes human hearts from killing more people. But the thing is, he's really just a monster because he's, he was a Civil War soldier that kept himself alive so he could be reunited, uh, with his, his bride. Uh, Which side of the Civil War? (laughs) Uh, the North, the North. Okay, okay. To keep her mom, the witch, from reuniting the the uh, pieces of her soul. Um, hmm. So it's a real wild fucking show. I mean, that sounded complicated, like a like a like an old school Japanese RPG. It's pieces of a soul, a witch lady, wild. a Civil War soldier trying to stay alive so he can be reunited with his love. That's now a monster that freezes hearts. I mean, it. Final Fantasy shit. It Chrono is Trigger shit. Like. <laughs> It is such a kooky fucking show. I love, love CW Nancy Drew. It's great. Very good. Friends, it's that incredibly super special time of the week where we talk about TNT. T.S. Turner was a city smart kid fighting his way off the street until he was framed for a crime he didn't commit. Amy Taylor was a young crusading lawyer. She mounted an appeal to put Turner back on the street, this time in a suit and tie, working as a private detective. Together, they are TNT. Before conversations can truly start, we pit ourselves against a clock in a game to see if we can summarize episode in as close to a minute as possible. Sorry that that was stunted and that it delivered that weird. Um, Awkward. It's a long day. My minis just ran me around when I got home. Mm. Minis with minis. Um, that's, I, I don't know how to, I, my, minis with minis are children with their toys that are like a baby doll or something. There you go. Minis on minis. Um, all that to say, it's been a long day. But, Brad, I think it's your turn to summarize, correct? If you go over a minute, you forgot. You forgot a lot about what the heart of the show is. We forgot a lot about uh, being concise and delivering a clear message in a small time frame. If you go horrendously under, you're a chump. And I know you're not a chump, friend. um, Because you didn't take pictures of a store that was dark when you had the opportunity. That's a section I cut out of the podcast. So nobody even knows what you're talking about. You You sound sound like a fucking lunatic. Alex sounds like a crazy person now. Guys, I went went into Walmart and the power went out. It's it's not really a story, so I'm not keeping in the podcast, but people were taking pictures of the dark. But Brad's not a chump like that. Minute on the dot, you're a brave heart. Can you do it for this episode? Episode 15 of TNT. Sophie Alamoda. You tell me when you you were prepared. It's such a good title, too. I I just want to say before, I looked up to see who wrote this. 
And I am genuinely shocked because I know that I know that Steve Gerber wrote some episodes of TNT. Um, he wrote Howard the Duck, and I was for sure I was like, this is definitely Steve Gerber. This is the most Steve Gerber thing ever, and he's not listed as one of the writers. So I don't I don't know. Very strange to me. Seems like he should be because this this is real real fucking kooky shit. <sighs> can I do this? I can do this. I believe you in can myself. I can totally do. I this. believe in myself. All right, let's do it. On go. Ready. Set. Go. It's Soapy slash Sophie a la modem. Um, so Soapy slash Sophie has bought a computer. Um, I don't, I, I couldn't fully get Alex. I'm sure you'll inform me later of how this whole pricing deal works. I said free for 30 days, I think. I was hard to understand. Uh, a lot of things are happening with that. It's strange. But the big thing is, who's here? It's everyone's favorite little. It's Donald. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, Amy Amanda's nephew, and he's annoying, but he does shoot a cop first thing, so I'm kind of okay with him at first. But he is really annoying. Um, he's giving, he's hassling everybody, pulling pranks. Mr. T is very annoyed. Aunt Martha's like, Mr. T, uh, you should you should learn to take a joke. And then Aunt, and then Aunt Martha gets pranked, and she doesn't like it. And T laughs ridiculously. Um, there's basically the red um, redheaded league scheme going on, where these um, guys that are clearly mice and men ripoffs um, are stealing a bunch of money through wacky shenanigans. Um, they get captured. Whatever. That's the up. One minute. <laughs> I want to thank Simple. I want to thank, of course, I want to thank Alex. Of course. You're always. Welcome. A dear, true friend. Mm, I want to you. thank the people at Walmart taking photos of the darkness. <laughs> Guys, when the power goes out, there's nothing for you to take a photo of. I'm sorry. It's not, there's, it's dark. They didn't even have the flash on, Alex. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it was people taking photos of the darkness. Um, I also, I want to, I want to thank, um, I don't know, uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and, uh, um, John Steinbeck, who wrote this episode, because <laughs> we're doing lots of mice and men shit for some reason. And also, I don't understand anything, but, you know, thanks, thanks, computers. Nice. Well done, friend. Well done. Such a kooky episode. Yeah, I'm mean, like, where to begin? It's It's got everything you would want in a TNT. Decker makes an appearance. Sophie is a main character. Ugh. And we got a random new character that's never appeared on the show before. It, antics on antics. It's just great. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, again, no Renee in this episode, no Detective mm-hmm. Jones. We like, will we ever get a full cast episode? No, it'll. I, I doubt it very highly, and I hate that we're not going to get it. But I hope I am um, surprised. But I, I my suspicions in. are it's never going to happen. We're fifteen in. Haven't seen Renee in years. <laughs> She's all grown up. She's off at a college in another another city for all we know. It is wild. Doesn't she live with them? Yeah. Just never around. It's, it isn't, I think Renee is Aunt Martha's daughter. I think so too. Just not them. Just away doing stuff. Got a life. She's leading life, man. She's not no time to watch these um, orphans or other people that may come in or drift into Aunt Martha's house. Her house. So wild. Maybe she's just a quiet person. Like, stay by herself. I'm glad the detective isn't in here because I would feel bad for Donald for what he does to a policeman if that detective was there. Because I don't think he would he would be as nice about these antics. Yeah, but what if, um, what if he was the one getting pranked? That would be great. I like, mean, if he was the one being pranked, that, that uh, would be amazing. Tie that motherfucker's shoes together, squirt him in the face with a squirt gun. Oh, it would be so good. Um, instead, it's just this old cop. Um, who was asleep. 
We, I mean, I know that happens after the yeah. the int- the intro is we see Seacouver. It's a busy morning. We see uh, traffic. All this establishing shots of hey, yeah, you're in Seacouver, possibly Canada, in the late '80s. Cool. We see an old woman come to take her trash out, and she's just a busybody. She doesn't have a full trash bag. It's one of those, like, I don't even know if it's a half gallon, but she's taking it out to the curb because I'm assuming it's trash day or just taking it to her bins. And immediately she's just, she hears jackhammering from a, a house across the street and loud music, so she goes to investigate. And um, there's people just walking down the street to work, just hanging out. Um, we're told later that there's a bank, like, next door to it, which we don't yeah, see in the establishing I, I, shot. Yeah, I'm cool. Very <laughs> confused about the geography really confused maybe it's the one in the background i'm like well that's not beside it like that's that's pretty far off but anyway um but she goes to this house knocks on the door to jackhammering and loud music and without hesitating not really waiting long she pushes the door open like oh is it unlocked let i'll let myself in this looky loo needs to get the fuck out of here Um, that's dangerous she's gonna get killed yeah i mean she's 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 a real she's a real curtain twitcher I'm not kidding. She's certainly not a current Twitcher. I would never say that. That's disgusting. <laughs> Claire, your language is dumb. Get that out of here. Curtain Twitcher. <laughs> but sh- sh- this establishes that Seacouver is in Canada because you would never be able to do this in the United States. You would get shot. Uh, you would get roughed up. And the, the people that she meets are like, lady, what the hell? Like, I, I could have thought you were an intruder. Who knows what could have happened? It's not safe for you to do this. Also, what the fuck? You complaining about the music? Cool. Um, get out. I can, this is my property. I'm across the fucking street from you. There's no way yeah. you can hear it. The jackhammering, I can understand, but we're almost done with the renovations of the basement. Cool. Have you met my brother? Because uh, it is a, a, a brother trio, yeah. I think. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, they, they are brothers, unlike uh, Mice and Men. Um, yeah, it's uh, Gord and and uh, Benny, of course, Benny. Yeah, yeah. Benny and Gord, and of course, Benny, and Gord. Uh, Benny, ha- Benny, of course, has a rabbit named Beckstein. Like, just really, really, just, just, just doing it, just doing it, huh? <laughs> Gord, Benny, and Stein. But no, Beckstein, Beckstein. Uh, but Gord's like, hey, uh, um, the fuck are you doing in my house? You're real lucky. I didn't think you were uh, 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 breaking in. By the way, have you met my brother? And then uh, um, Benny, who is much larger, of course, is standing yeah. there, and he has seemingly he's been jackhammered. And mm-hmm. I guess we're supposed to read this as he has like plastered uh, dust on his face, or I stone dust, stone, man. Yeah, stone, uh, but limestone it, all over. I, but it looks like paint. Concrete. It just looks like paint. Yeah. like it's clearly it looks like chalk dust. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> it's like they put white makeup on his face. Yeah, I'm like all over his body. It's on his clothes, his hair. Well, he's wearing a and white outfit. I think. I love that when she turns around and we see him behind her there's a very strange sound effect that almost sounds like like it's a Mad Max or like some sort of feature like and he's like there and he takes his little glasses off and is like hey it's weird it's weird it's there's, a weird sound there's effect there's so many weird sounds in this episode including that weird um, Silver Angel sound effect the creepy um, music I don't even know how to <laughs> describe it yeah I understand what you're saying I do hate that we, de- we have haven't got the in a long time because yeah. uh, I missed that one. Um, really, it's at the stage of everything that came after it. But then after this, we go to the courthouse, and that's when we're introduced to the nephew Donald, who's just hanging out. I mean, um, Amy Man was like, "Oh, by the way, uh, by the way, Mister T, uh, uh, my nephew Donald's gonna be hanging out with us uh, for a while." He's like, "Oh, goddamn, I hate that fucking kid." 
<laughs> Fuck, Donald? Isn't he the bad kid? I think Mr. T just straight up calls yeah, him the bad kid. He does, absolutely. The bad kid. He's not that bad. He's just a mischievous child. Amy, he's a bad kid. He's a he's a bad seed. I, like, well, I mean, not really bad. I don't know. He's 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 a he's an interesting. It's it's such a weird little. like it's it's so weird because first of all, bravo to this child actor. Because this yeah. kid knows how to play annoying as fuck. Like, I want to punch his little face in. <laughs> like, the first scene, he's, like, water gunning a cop and has tied his shoestrings together and making him fall down. And I still can't fully, like, get on board with this kid. I'm still like, ah, he's real annoying. Even though he's tormenting a cop, I, 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 I don't like him. Oh, yeah. And, and part of it might be because the cop is old. Like, he's, he, the cop fell asleep at the fucking yeah. courthouse. That's how he tied his shoes together. And he wakes up and he looks at the kid and he plays with him. He's like, I know I'm an old cop. What the fuck am I going to do? I'm here just because I got, what, another gear from before retirement. They're keeping me on the force. I really appreciate that. Pensions aren't what they used to be. Oh, kid, you got this fake water gun you put in my face. Uh, I dare you to go ahead and shoot. He just poses this cop with a water gun and when he stands up with the, how dare you, child? <laughs> he falls and hits the ground. I love when Mr. Like Mr. T comes up to check on him. The cop is like, I'm alright. I should have I'm all right. Like he's embarrassed. Great. He's just uh, upset. Um. By the way, this old cop guy. Um. He was the voice of the skeleton guy on Beetlejuice. Cool. That's wild. He doesn't have that many well, credits, but hmm. like, like this is one of them. That's what he did. He was the skeleton guy. Very cool. Yeah. And they they quickly Amy Amanda like sorry Donald is a kind of a nuisance. He's my nephew. Just a kid though. And I love Donald. Just like shrugs his shoulders at all of this. Like Donald, you don't do that to a cop. Mm. I, kind of, I kind of support tormenting a cop. I like it. I just don't like this but, kid. His annoying little yeah, face. Yeah, he's fucking annoying. His big yellow scarf. I mean, just... Like, what's he trying? What's he doing? Like, why? I think at this point, do they go back? I, and so I, I do want to point out that, like, one of my favorite things, he's he's got his little um, squirt gun, and they're in the elevator, and he's, he starts to point at Mr. T, just, he gives a real um, Mr. T, I like when mm-hmm. Mr. T just makes sounds. There's a lot of good Mr. T sounds in this episode. But yeah, now we're, now we're back at the office. And this is when uh, Soapy slash Sophie is talking about this computer she bought with a modem. Everything about this dialogue is amazing. Um, so a lot of the, I, I mentioned this earlier in the podcast. There's a lot in this this episode where there'll be di- character dialogue that happens off screen that we can still hear, but it, it, it's 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 not the main focus. You can listen to it and get a little bit more interesting things because they're still like reading dialogue that's a point like that is relevant to the show and sometimes humorous. But we we follow Donald through the as Amy Amanda and Sophie slash Obi talk, we follow Donald who's just looking for his next target to just prank. And he thinks it's gonna be Mr. T with his dart gun. Kid loves guns for some reason. Um he lines up the shot, points it to Mr. T's like head like from a distance and Mr. T's like don't even think about it and the kid's like yeah you're right probably a bad choice he sneaks up on amy amanda and soapy slash slofi and he shoots the computer screen where she's looking up a file and they turn around and just look at him like uh, like what the fuck and amy amanda says donald and donald just shrugs so i was like what do you think i was gonna do like just like what up aunt but the conversation they have is the important thing to yes. me yeah I, it's I, fucking adorable yeah i i i couldn't catch all of it and i tried to go back and get it but i i still couldn't fully um make it all out so please please relate just i i'll, I'll try to summarize all of it as much as i can so 
You may have noticed that Sophie Such Selfie hasn't been in a lot of episodes recently. So has Amy Amanda. In fact, last week she sat down with her to have a talk about her performance at work. And since then, I, she's really taken this uh, concept of having needing to take initiative to heart, even though she doesn't fully understand the word initiative. Or first in, first initiative, um, get as many brooches on your sweater as you yeah. can. I, I can't show up to work and not have a lot of brooches or else Amy Amanda will think I'm slacking off or not doing it a good enough job. So she's, so somehow she met a guy at a computer store. She's like, look, I went to the computer store and this modem, the internet thing is, is all the rage and it's going to help our company. Um, all kinds of people can send information to us from the modem and we can vice versa. You can be at home and then modem in from a long distance and get uh, information to and from the office. And the conversation is just fucking adorable because as she's explaining this, Amy Amanda's like, how much did all this cost? And Sophie just kind of like ignores that for a second. Yes. And she's like, well, actually, the guy at the computer store, he's very nice. He said we could set it up. You know, I actually got two other ones from my brother. You know, he's over there. And she's like, yeah, but how much did it cost, Sophie? Well, then I'll look. You can use it at home. Uh, Mr. T, uh, he can use it when he's home. You know, if he, he's going to like, Mr. T doesn't have a modem, Sophie. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. Sophie, how much did it fucking cost? <laughs> she just brings it back and she's so patient with her. It is just beautiful dialogue. And I hate we didn't get it at the forefront of the episode. I would much rather have watched them and just in the background kind of seen the Mr. T because it's just great. In the end, I thought I heard her say, well, it's free for the first month. Yeah. You did hear that. I didn't get to that point because she she says that it's free for the first three. I think she says the first three months are free, which is even better. It makes more sense from the 80s. It's great. It's great. So when we cut back to them from all of what Donald's doing, Amy Amanda says, you know what? Regardless of the the, the hard grill light I just gave you for the last minute and a half, this show's real initiative. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you did this. And Sophie's like, cool. I'm really glad too. This is great. Uh, I'm glad that you've shown me or seen me taking this initiative. Also, um, um, there, there's a bit where Donald it keeps calling uh, uh, Mr. T, Mr. T uh, un- Uncle Uncle T S. And Mr. Yeah. and Mr. T does not like that. He's like, Uncle, what are you talking about? And he's like, Well, your partner, your partner's with with uh, my aunt, uh, Amy slash Amanda. So you're my uncle. Mr. T does not like this. I yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I guess it's insinuating that they're partners in a more romantic sense. But why is it? I mean, that's that's harmless and weird to be like at a kid for just I, calling I, you uncle. I love how much Mr. T hates this kid. I mean, we all do. It is um, he has that delightful. stupid yellow scarf, like you mentioned, but then he has like a bow tie. Like, he's got like a weird kind of it's kind of Pee Wee Herman ish aesthetic. I don't know. It's strange. <sighs> it's so weird. It, yeah, it's it's almost like a Ed Grimley because he's oh, also got yeah, like the, the middle yeah. part. God, yeah, that's that's exactly what he's trying to to do. And like and his he, uh, his reaction to everything is is, is like I mean this, again solid child actor. He knows exactly what he's doing and he's great at it. He just keeps doing this hands up shrug with a smile like eh whatever. I'm a scamp. Deal uh, with it. I'm pissing you Mr. Knew T what this off. was. Uh, I shot I shot the computer with a with a suction cup dart. Uh. Um, Mr. T and Amy and Amanda have to go do some work and they're gonna lead. So leave Sophie in charge and she has to look after little Donald. She isn't over her head. We know this. Yeah, terrible idea. Sophie slash Sophie leaves for a minute and then comes back and Donald is already impersonating uh, TNT. Like, Sophie comes back and Donald introduces her to the woman who's there, which is the woman we saw at the beginning of the show who's a nosy neighbor. She's there. The nosy neighbor's there spilling her story to who she thinks is like the nephew of Amy 
Amanda, who she thinks Sophie is, because she comes in the room, she's like, hey, let me introduce you to my aunt, uh, Amy Amanda, who's really Sophie. And she's like, wait, what? And he's just like, look, we hear your case. The cops won't take it up, because there's nothing really for them to do. You're a nosy neighbor. But we're detectives, so we're going to go and prowl around and see if there's anything that we can get the cops interested in. I, I, now, go away, old lady. I, we got work to do. Uh, we, we, I got to talk about this old lady for a second. Because oh, yeah, she's great. First of all, she comes into this scene, and her her coat looks like she has murdered the cookie monster. Oh, yeah, definitely. It is like, it is a bright blue fuzzy, like, it honestly looks like the cookie monster. Like, she murdered cookie monster and is wearing his pelt. Also, they're doing this thing where, like, again, the music in this episode is so kooky, but she's mm-hmm. saying a line. I'm gonna have to play the clip because it's just, it's oh, so yeah. good. Like, the way they put in the music as they're ramping this up, like, it is so good. So, uh, basically, Donald's like, listen, you said you wanted to show some initiative. Why don't we bust this case wide open? And Sophie says, Sophie's like, I don't know. And then we get a kooky transition where the whole video flip, 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 flips. A vertical flip. Yeah, it's just crazy. And they're there at the house, 131, across the street. And they establish that the nosy neighbor sees them. Because as they're talking and bickering in the front door, like, Sophie says, how did you convince me to do this? And little Donald's like, relax, babe, we'll be fine. She's like, don't call me babe, I'm old enough to be your mom. You're nothing like my mom. I just like, the back and forth is bizarre, <laughs> but it's still cute in its way. Because again, we're hitting Sophie time, and I we all Absolutely. love that. Uh, Absolutely. Sophie looks over across the street and waves like she's waving at the neighbor next door, which is good because if you don't catch that, then you're this seems like it's more hastily drawn together than it might be. And it's still a little hasty as far as some of the resolution, but that's neither that's neither here nor there. Go ahead. What were you about to say? Uh, I was just going to point out, uh, we've, okay, so we started this with two brooches on Sophie's sweater. There's a giant <laughs> dragonfly, and then there's one, Alex, yes. you pointed out to me earlier in a screenshot. Um, yeah, brooch wash. There's Watch. like a brooch it lo- at least it looks like a brooch, like on the back of her jacket mm-hmm. that I say yeah. looks like a Dracula amulet. It definitely is a Dracula amulet. So I think there's a chance that she's a backwards vampire. Backwards vampire, I think is a good theory. So she can only go out in the daytime and... Um... It would explain her kooky fashion because mm-hmm. she's just someone out of time. These are all relics that she's collected over a long life of being a backwards vampire. Ah. While we also don't see her in any of the night scenes ever. Coincidence? Makes or sense. Vampire. Makes sense. She goes out at night, she'll she'll turn into dust. You know what doesn't make sense? Two kids show up at your door. Hey, we're detectives <laughs> representing the woman across the street. We'd like to ask you a few questions, adult man. Is that cool? Adult man that just answers his door eating yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a couple of littles want to come in and toss me some questions about the nosy neighbor next door. Yeah, come on in. Also, knowing, no. knowing, knowing that this man is plotting a series of of criminal actions. It's like, all right, kids, yeah, come on in. Whatever, just eat some yogurt. Yeah. Don't first, don't have random strange children. Don't invite, don't invite these littles, these minis into your home. No, it's weird, especially when they're masquerading as detectives. Yeah. This is this is no good for all involved, Mm-mm. and they're just cool with it. Sophie is also impersonating Amy Amanda. Just now, she's embracing it. She makes the choice. She says, "Hello, my name is or hello." Uh, so, and she starts to say, about to say Sophie. She says, "So glad to meet you. My name is Amy Amanda. I'm a lawyer." Okay. 
okay. It's weird you said it like that. We're, he- we're here representing old lady across the street. Yeah. Oh, well, come on in. I'm just a criminal with nothing to hide. Like, <laughs> And they all, like, shake heads like, great. We're we're all pretending together. <laughs> this is wonderful. Very weird. Like, I was hoping that Benny would, like, end up um, crashing, cr- uh, breaking somebody's uh, neck. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, take a, it takes a turn in the second act. Uh, um, we cut back to the office, and Amy Amanda's like, it's kind of weird that Soapy slash Sophie and Donald aren't here. This can't be good. And Mr. G's like, oh, he probably stole a car. <laughs> that fucking kid. Yeah. You know, he put a mouse in my cookie jar. A, uh, uh, a, a Care Bear cookie jar. Yes. He, he shows us the Care Bear. I don't remember which one it is, but it's the one with the red heart on their, their belly. It's pretty great. And they're like, look, is this the part where Aunt Martha's like, T, you gotta, you gotta lighten up. You gotta be able to take a joke. You gotta be able to, uh. Not, not yet. Okay. It's, it's coming yeah. up though. So, uh, yeah, we're back, back at the house. This guy's still walking around eating yogurt. I, I don't know why that weirds me. There's just something weird about. No, it's always weird when someone's eating yogurt. Casually. It's understandable. With walking around eating yogurt. I, I don't, I don't like it. He's just walking around, got a little spoon just out of a cup of yogurt. Well, Sophie such Sophie is interviewing him. Yeah. I don't like Taking it. notes, got her legal pad out. Um, at some point, uh, um, the bunny, uh, Beckstein, because yes, that's not a joke. They have a bunny called Beckstein. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a joke, but Brad did not say it earlier as a joke. It's very yeah. matter of fact. Oh. The, the weird thing to me about the yogurt thing is that he uses the spoon as an instrument. So this is something that he's using to shuffle yogurt in his mouth, and then he uses it to point at people. And yeah. that's also, no, like, that, or, no that's good. one of the things that irks me about no this good. whole, I'll eat yogurt and talk to you. I, um, I'll, I also, I want to say I was wrong. We're, I'm getting a full view of Sophie's sweater now. Um, there are three brooches on her sweater, not two. There's three, and then a Dracula. Uh, amulet on the back. So four brooches. Four brooch total. Uh, we might pick up more before the end of the brooch watch let's, that is this episode. Let's hope so. Um, but yeah, Benny comes in like following after his rabbit. So they, and everyone is in the living room and Sophie is basically running uh, a distraction while little Donald goes to the restroom. They tell him where it is, but he goes snooping in the basement. And what's he find other than uh, just computer stuff? Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a computer with a modem there's some there's some weird blank cards there and like a, a a machine that very loudly beeps when you scan the card um also there's been some tunneling uh it seems huh weird what is Even- donald's shirt i can't figure is it like a west is it supposed to be yeah western? it's a western weird shirt it's it, donald plays by his own rules. very strange so Donald's having fun, like, swiping these cards, like, in his little mind, trying to figure out, what the fuck could this even be? Um, Sophie's, again, distracting everyone. He's trying to keep them busy. For some reason, these guys just invite these kids in um, and give them cookies and tea, and they just have it available. You know what? I'm going to make a plate of cookies. For the house, obviously, but who knows when minis show up? That might happen a lot in Canada, and I just don't know about it. <laughs> oh, you know, when a mini shows up to your door, you better have tea and cookies. Illyrio, um, do you keep tea and cookies ready in case some mini yeah. show up at your door. Please let us know. <laughs> um, ugh. So, one of the brothers is like, well, wait a minute, Gord, which I'm assuming is River Gordon, is just like, hey, I'm gonna go check on Donald. Did he get lost? And then Amy says, you know, young men or young boys, don't worry about it. They'll just disappear for a while. Um, yeah, it's fine. But he investigates anyway. Um, she tries to stop him, but doesn't really try that hard. He goes downstairs, and through uh, distractions and going out the back door, we find out later, it's it leaves the criminals to believe that the rabbit was the thing causing 
the noise downstairs and that Donald really was in the restroom and he came back and the rabbit also found its way to Donald's arms during that time. Okay. Just paranoid criminals, no big deal. So uh, they leave and immediately they come back in through the basement door. Fucking amateur hour. <laughs> like they're looking around. They find a map that, that ha- that's um, clearly uh, points out the FBD. Um, what is the FBD? Um, was it fi- financial business district or financial sure. business finance something? It's whatever they have to hacked into. That's next right, they door. Physically, yeah, they physically hijacked the telephone uh, cables that are going to this district, and they have been able to siphon off credit card numbers and passwords um, and old-timey modems. And cool. And they're making their. Uh, it se- so it seems like they've got blank debit cards, and yeah. because they're hacking the information through the modem, that they've they've actually tunneled into and like hooked into the the actual data line of this bank or whatever. They were able to like make are are what. <laughs> What are they it's doing? actually it's actually realistic. We know that some of the episodes were researched on actual like criminal things. And this is one of the ones that it actually this would make sense. Like you would easily be able to uh, but my especially given is, the primitiveness of modems because it was all just dial tone yeah, numbers. Are they are they hacking real bank accounts? Like are they stealing yeah. like pin numbers and making blanks mm-hmm. that? Okay, I didn't know if they were doing that or if they were just hacking into the system and just creating I, I didn't understand how the cards worked. I didn't know if we were actually attaching into real bank accounts that are being defrauded. I mean, back then you really had to get a jackhammer and tie directly into the phone lines with the primitive modem technology. Yeah. It's not like phishing scams you can do now and steal $2.2 million off the NFT. The the blockchain you can't actually tunnel into, which is, you know, unfortunate for I'm just like, how, how do, like, I mean, how do you, how do they know, how, how, what I want to know about the hack is how do they know they're getting into accounts with money? That is a good question. And maybe they don't know. Like, uh, to me, the, where this, and who knows how long this operation has to go and to me again we're doing this for television I'd love to know if this the actual story that this may have inspired this because you would have to understand the system and I'm sure all the banks share the system at this point in the area because modems were new and they wanted to use them so I'm sure if you could hijack the signal you would get all that like information as far as like accounts maybe they did a balance after that like alright here's the sequence for the number for the account here's the password here's how much they withdrew here's how much remaining so they I guess you could but it would be like it would take effort. I mean, as a person with a lot of knowledge of uh, banking uh, systems, I'm just like I just feel like I feel like there's easier ways you could go about doing this. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, like, but you know, and I mean, I'm just re- it's I'm from also, a bank perspective. I'm just really curious of what the process of this crime is. They're also not. I don't know how they came up with the idea because I, oh, we'll I, I know exactly quickly. how. Um, they read the Redheaded League. <laughs> so because the these guys almost make like bad mistakes. When we get the montage of them actually stealing the money, which we can just jump to really quick and we can jump around. Um, the guy, uh, Gord is the one who does it. He's got a duffel bag and he's just stuffing what he says is at the end $15,000 into, which is crazy. He's going to ATMs at each one of these banks at the financial district and using the numbers they have to, and he, he also enters it in in a super suspicious way yeah. where he has two hands up like beep boop beep boop beep boop. It's like almost like he's playing. Playing it like a keyboard in a weird that way. Was like, like, I was like, oh, 
are these cards just like handing out money and he's just pretending to hit buttons? I couldn't understand because the hand thing he does is very weird. I love, the montage is great and filled with awesome sound effects. I also love how they disperse the large sums of money he's able to get in wrapped bills. Yeah. Like they wrap them in paper. I'm like, no, that's yeah. classy financial district. And it look cool. Like I, I kind of wish they still did that. Just dropping stacks. Just yeah, dropping here's stacks some st- of money. And he's just but he puts them in and he's just like, ooh, like he's excited about the money. And he keeps he's like, like leaving things. He's leaving, leaving it. it. Like he just, I'm like, you are supposed to be the smart one, sir. What is going on? He, but I do love how the guy behind him in one of the montage scenes is like, he's just like, God, I wish this guy would kind of hurry up. And the guy, he, he leaves, he puts him in a duffel bag, he goes off and the guy goes up and then he runs back in like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, I forgot my card. And the other guy's like, yeah, it happens all the time. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. um, but he almost leaves the fucking duffel bag yeah. with $15,000. I mean, what also, klutz. like, instead of like doing this elaborate bank fraud scheme that's going to land you in prison forever, why not just like get a box and stand outside an abandoned church three times. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, uh, last week, that guy made $5,000 trying to build a community center and almost got away going out of town. Yeah. Now, granted, could have easily gotten away. He did, like, buy some pews and stained glass windows, and we're not sure exactly how that scam works. But, I mean, these guys are only getting $50,000 out of this elaborate bank fraud that is going to put them in prison for a very long time. Because you can steal from, like, poor people, but you can't steal from banks. That no, shit does not work. They will find you. Um, when Sophie and Donald go in through the door that he left open to the basement after they leave, uh, they get trapped by um, Gord because there's a weird, like, wooden jail cell like door thing that's kind of strange. Yeah. It's a um, and they trap him in there. He's like, look, we can't let you know because Donald figures it out pretty easily. He's actually a pretty smart kid. So, so um, let's trap you in our basement dungeon. Why do you have a basement dungeon, Illyrio? Do Canadians all have basement dungeons? <laughs> like no kink shaming, sure. no kink shaming. But like, what's going on with that? Okay, cookies and tea for the littles if they stop by, and then a dungeon for whatever purposes we may need. Uh, the littles will get tea and cookies. The adults will be downstairs. <laughs> when you buy a house in Canada, it really is like, okay, I need to think about how I'm going to entertain minis when they show up unannounced, just in case. For community service, nothing else, just to help kids, you know. Mm-hmm. But then also, does this how big is the dungeon? We don't worry about that here. I don't have a dungeon in my house. Um, all I'd say they get trapped. They uh, the old lady across the street also gets trapped with them because she's being nosy and she's uh-huh. like, "I saw them people come in here and didn't leave." Oh, there! Uh, you made me to go to the basement with you? Cool. I, oh God, I'm locked in the dungeon now. I can't I have sex they... with these littles. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, I'm just. Oh, you're just capturing. Never mind. <laughs> So, uh, thank goodness Donald has his sticky gun, um, or his gun with a dart, so that they can shoot the the key card across the... They, they put the key on a car that, and then they put it on the wall to the sex dungeon. I don't know how it works. It's Canada slash Vancouver. And Amy, not Amy, Amanda, the woman pretending to be her, Sophie, uses this dark gun. And after just two shots, one shot to kind of like align, like, okay, I understand now how this gun works. Second shot right on it. She sticks it to the card, and then she uses the rook string they attach to it to get the key across the room off the nail. That'd be pretty fucking badass. It is badass. And I I wish we had more Sophie in all of the episodes. Yeah. I, 
But they unlock the door and then they go over because they're still kind of, I guess, locked in the basement. And Sophie, now they have access to the computer. She's like, we get it. We gotta get a message out. We can't well, leave. Because old lady's like, we're gonna go up there. We're gonna fuck them up. And <laughs> Sophie slash Sophie's like, um, they've got a gun, so no, we're not gonna do yeah. that. Um, so we've got one too, uh, honey. That's a prop stick gun. You just saw all that work. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got a baseball bat and a chip on my shoulder. Uh, Grandma, please just calm the fuck down. Yeeks. Let's use technology. I'm gonna go over and try to hook in. I'm gonna send a message to the modem at work that I just bought. Um, and by bought I meant three months free. And then this is the best. This is one of my favorite scenes in anything from TT because it's just absurd. Yeah. Aunt Martha's reading a steamy romance novel. I think the author's name is on the front, not the name of the romance. Because I took a screen cap and then zoomed in to try to see what is the name of this romance oh, novel. Manzies. I think it's just an author's name, which is unfortunate. Um, but I couldn't tell. Um, but she's like, ooh, getting into the romance, kind of laughing and giggling a little bit. And then beep, 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 beep. The computer starts going red and white. Urgent, urgent. And it's like, we are trapped. Uh, we are trapped here. And, <laughs> and you know, uh, Aunt Martha doesn't know much about technology, so obviously she's terrified, piecing it together. Uh, we're trapped here in this house. Here's the address. It's it's Sophie, Donald, and uh, Grandma from across the street. Send help. Criminals here. <laughs> Bring snacks. Kind of hungry. Tea and cookies was like hours ago. Um, so they're like, fuck, we got to get over there. Because Martha and Amy Amanda see this. And then they go tell T, who's at Decker's. They're throwing a weighted ball at each other. T kind of like checks Decker's like, come on, Decker, this isn't that hard. And Decker's like, dude, you're throwing it really, you're throwing it with like some force. Uh, toughen up. And then Amy Amanda calls the, the, uh, the gym and Mr. T goes over to answer the phone. He asks someone else why they don't answer the phone and the guy there who's watching cartoons says, it's not for me. By the way, it's again, here. we're seeing, um, we're seeing uh, My Pet Monster on the, uh, on the yeah. TV screen. Because that this is the same company that makes TNT. Decker loves it. We also see Decker's like logo and the outside of his gym, which is amazing. Yes. Like, I, 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 again, I wish we had more of Decker too, just because I like the character in his gym. Um, but yeah, T answers the phone. What's going on? The hostages? Immediately, we get a transformation scene where he goes to the uh, the locker room and gets on one of his uh, street ready time to regulate outfits. Wonderful montage. Montage. Okay, I I just pulled. I got the computer screen up. Um, okay. Yeah. Read verbatim what it says. We're being held hostage in the basement. 131 Finbook Drive. We need help. Bad. Hurry. <laughs> it is preceded by help. We are trapped here. Yeah. And then it goes exactly what you said. But God being a bad hurry. <laughs> we need help. Five exclamation points. Point. Bad. Exclamation point. Hurry. Five exclamation points. So good. Like, um, this is not a way technology has ever worked. I love it. I love, like, I we didn't know what computer screens looked like until, like, the last five years of making film and television. So good. <laughs> um, like, there was something going on on Twitter. Um, like, what is that music video where the woman's getting text messages via um, Excel? <laughs> Oh, so good. 
fucking amazing. I love it. Um, yeah, Mr. T shows up. He knocks on the door. Go and let me in. Oh, we know you have hostages. He's like, go away, please, good kind sir. I ran out of tea and cookies. And he just busts the door open as Mr. T does. Comes in. Gordon takes his gun out and like sheepishly points it to Mr. T. Who just fucking walks up like a boss and knocks it out of the hand and just throws him across the room? Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> the gun goes off. Like, it, like Mr. T just straight up takes this guy, just shoves him. The gun goes off, flies out of his hand. He gets thrown back on the table. He's just laying there. And the brother comes up. He sees, because he's downstairs realizing that Grant, like uh, the old lady across the street and everyone is in the basement sending messages via modem because he came looking for the rabbit. And he's like, guys, I don't think you should be doing that. Wait, I heard a gunshot. He runs upstairs. He thinks Mr. T shot his brother because the gun flew out of his hand and Mr. T's going for the gun just to make sure it's protected. And the guy's like, you shot my brother. I don't like people who shoot my brother. Mr. T's like, no, hold on, dude. I didn't shoot your brother. But it doesn't stop him from charging Mr. T who just grabs him, redirects all that momentum into the wall when the guy's head just goes through the freaking wall and he's just stuck in the wall. Uh, The bunny's on the other side of the wall. He's like, oh, there's my bunny. And um, yeah, they got him. Got him. Got him. We did it. We did it. Back at the courthouse, Donald, Sophie, you showed real initiative by capturing these cops. I mean, really, this is impressive for uh, tiny children like yourselves. Um, what are you going to do next? Do you guys want to... <laughs> you guys just a, a part of this now? I mean, we got a spot for you. Um, I really wish that Sophie and Donald were in every episode going forward, uh, but I know that's wishful thinking. Spin off. <laughs> he calls Mr... Uh, Donald calls Mr. T uncle again. Um, I, but the old lady across the street is still confused about who everyone is because, again, Sophie was impersonating Amy Amanda. She's like, so you're Sophie slash Soapy. You can explain that later. Aunt Martha's at the place. You're Amy Amanda, which is also weird. You can explain that to me later. The kid's named Donald, and you're his uncle? Well, I'm not quite his uncle per se, which the way Mr. T says this ambiguously makes me wonder, is there something between Amy and Amanda we don't know about? Just because, and look, if there is, great. This is in Alabama. Um, but then they look around and realize, wait, where's Donald? We look back and that same cop, <coughs> sleepy cop, looks up <laughs> in fear as Donald's holding the squirt gun back to his face, just ready, like about to unleash. Uh, and that's the episode. TNT. And there is one thing that we skipped. We skipped the scene. Yeah. We skipped the Aunt Martha, uh, Mr. T scene. It's uh, while well, they're investigating and Aunt Martha and Amy Amanda and Mr. T are in the office. Mr. T's complaining about Donald being an annoying little fuck and how much he mm-hmm. hates him. And Aunt Martha's like, um, you need to just, li- I- there's nothing wrong with that child. He's great. He was perfectly well behaved when he came to dinner the other night. I think you just need to get a sense of humor because Mr. T's like angry. He's like, I hate that he's always pulling those pranks. And uh, Aunt Martha's like, get a sense of humor. And then Aunt Martha, like, Aunt Martha's about to sit down. And Mr. T's already giggling as Mr. T, as only Mr. T can. And he's put a whoopee cushion in the chair that Aunt Martha sits in. And then he giggles some more. And it's so weird because it's Mr. T's weird giggle. You gotta get a sense of humor about these things. (laughs) What are you grinning at? I think I better go to the gym. (laughs) 
and then she throws a whoopee cushion at him. But um, it's great. Um, something else from a sound perspective that's an interesting choice. That's also cool because they also foreshadow because Mr. T gets that whoopee cushion because Donald put it in his chair before he left. So he's getting back. Martha actually doesn't like the whoopee cushion. It's, it's fine. Um, Sophie has a weird like hiccup that she does through half of the episode where she'll say something and then like almost in an upspeak tone hiccup after it. Like there's a moment where she's like, yeah, it, it, the modem's three for uh, free for three months. <laughs> I, I, I'm not doing it too. I'm doing it too much like a hiccup. It's almost like a ah, ah, like it's very weird. If you can capture that in audio and play it cool, if not, I totally understand because that's a lot of work. He's really a good kid at heart. He's just a little um, energetic sometimes. I'm sure we'll get along just fine. I'm sure. But I know she does it at least three times. Okay. Every time I'm like, wow, what is she? Okay, like cool. I, it, it's part of your characterization, I guess. But I haven't heard it up until this time. Or if I had heard it, I just missed it. Well, this is the most Sophie um, time we've had. So yeah, it is a lot. I'm saying it. It doesn't bother me that she does it. I think it's like a cute character trait. Yeah. I just wish she was more consistent with it. This yeah. is the first time I've noticed. Yeah. Um, who wins and who loses this episode of TNT? I think Sophie says Sophie wins big time. Yeah. Like, cause like first of all, just like her marksmanship with the suction cup dart gun was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like she straight up saved the day. Like that was pretty badass. Um, Getting accolades from the boss. Yeah. Almost all, all, I would dare we say near being fired or like let off, made redundant. She's redeemed herself. She's shown initiative. Yeah. Updated them to the 21st century with a modem. Uh, got it free. Uh, cracked a case. How much money did she... $15,000 of stolen immediately. Like, like it's nothing. I don't think she didn't show initiative, Amy Amanda. I think you just didn't give her an opportunity to shine yeah. like she does now. Now, she has spent at least $6,000 on computers. That at is least. true. I mean, I don't know how that's going to affect the bottom line of the company that they work in, but hey. Because, like, she bought one for them, and then, like, her, her brother and uncle or... There's at yeah, least it's weird. There's at least three computers bought, and I just remember yeah. that my first computer, like the first good computer that wasn't like a hand me down, um, 1994 was about two thousand dollars. Holy shit! So I mean, that's standard for like an incredibly good computer now. Yeah, but I mean, but that's what they that's the what they cost then, and this was before that. I, it could have been even more. Yeah, yeah, I know. So. God, it's so weird to think about how much technology has progressed. Yeah. So yeah, they were fleeced. I mean, and, and then then her uncle or whoever has to have to get three more people to buy a modem. It's weird. Who knows what kind of scheme they're in? And they also got locked in the basement. And Donald, the kid, continually calls her like babe or like darling and like affectionately. And she's like, dude, quit calling me that. But all in all, she totally won. Who lost? Hmm. That's tough. Um, I don't know who lost in this. Maybe the cop at the beginning? Oh, I mean, I, clearly uh, fucking Gord lost. Oh. Motherfucker had a yeah. bag of money. Had a bag of money, but he invited these two littles into his home and they <laughs> fucked it all up. He invited two littles and a curtain twitcher. I mean, there goes the neighborhood. Yeah, it's just like, rule number one, do not invite anyone into your home. That's a stranger, yeah. straight up. Keep people out. Save that teen cookie for yourself and your brother, man. Yeah. You got to protect them now that their parents are gone. Now you're just going to go to jail. I don't even let that rabbit in. No. Get rid of that. You could eat the money. Who knows? Yeah. Um, obviously lost. Best dressed, worst dressed. Oh, boy. I'm going to be honest. I think that um, Sophie's outfit where she's got all the brooches on, oversized jacket, the skirts, and like the sweater is adorable. Like I think she nails that aesthetic for that time period. And I like the, I like it. 
I don't think Amy Amanda does anything too egregious. I also want to say that the outfit that the uh, curtain twitcher, is that what it is? I, yeah. I, again, I'm not fully Listen, accurate. We've done it many it's times. Trash. It's trash. It, There's something that just doesn't stick with me. She's a looky-loo. We don't say that terrible phrase in this country. The looky-loo second outfit with like the weird large like golden-like necklace with the, the shirt that has like gold on it that's black with this kind of like shiny ornamentation and then her short hair hair almost feels like it's something someone in the 80s would wear but like 20 to 30 years younger than her there's something about it that i'm like all right looky loo this is a cool outfit for you i i could see you being the cool looky loo in your circle of looky loos um, i mean that's a real miss pat look she's got she's i mean it is she's really rocking a miss pat look but imagine that in the 80s when that was trendy yeah <laughs> that's the thing um yeah i like amy i'm sorry sophie slash sophie's um regular outfit with with all the brooches um i don't like sophie's outfit in the last scene no that is insane i very much dislike that. i mean i i hate donald's outfit of course um uh, the real question is which one's worse oh also there's I one think... other thing i forgot to mention in the last scene uh when they're when they're at the courthouse um oh an old lady's trying to figure out who's who there's a guy there's this big tall lumberjack looking guy a bald guy with a big lumberjack mustache um and like a like a checkered shirt that walks through them but he like he's like all up in the scene <laughs> like he's like I, it's like he really takes precedence and i'm like guy you get out of the shot Oh, yeah. Yeah, he comes in at 2216 and is just there, in the way. He's just walking with them. Yeah. Um, also, I forgot about Cookie Monster. The outfit oh. where uh, Looky Lou killed Cookie Monster or one of his species of monster and wore it, which I think is in poor taste and almost just for principle alone should be worse dressed. Oh, because she's, yeah, and she's wearing the Miss Pat outfit under all yeah, of that. Yeah, under it. Hiding this. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's the, the worst, worst dressed. Yeah. Worst dressed. Worst dressed. Offensively dressed. She's wearing a blossom hat, a cookie monster coat, and then her, yeah. like, 80s Miss Pat outfit. In my opinion, Nation, <laughs> you're a fucking monster murderer. Yes. So fuck off, Looky Lou. Um, I will say Amy Amanda's, like, red dress very looks very nice on her with, the, like, the pearls. Mr. T's always classy in everything that he wears. Yeah. Decker's doing some weird stuff with his legs. It looks like he has duct tape around one of his legs, like, over, like, a, a knee pad on his sweatpants, which is strange. Oh. But it's it's the gym in the 80s. We let a lot of things slide. Oh, he, but if he you're, does have duct tape. <laughs> Look, it's it's probably athletic tape because that's what he needs as an athlete. Thank you. Um, but I'm cool if you're cool with making Sophie's very 80s, very yeah. young adult outfit best dressed with her backwards Dracula brooch. Definitely. And obviously, Looky Lou is the worst. Yeah. Who stole the show, Brad? Huh. Donald is new. I, Donald is a character we've never seen before. Does Donald steal the show, or does Mr. T's giggling steal the show? Ooh. I was also say that Sophie would be someone because, again, I want to. I want a spinoff of just Sophie slash yeah. Sophie and her life as a detective. Love maybe Sophie. with Donald. Maybe with uh, Decker. Who knows? Definitely with Decker instead of Donald. Who's Renee again? Does she been on the show? Like. <sighs> Is she on a different show now? Did she, like, just get her own spinoff? We don't know about it? Great question. Great question. Haven't seen if her in a it, long time. I am game for Mr. T's laugh to steal the show, if, if you are. His giggle it's, is just... It's so weird. It's very weird. <laughs> 
between that and her hiccup, but I think that that is just no one yeah. will mistake his giggle. Like you can't. And it's Mr. T giggling. So. All right. Well, that's that's TNT. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Ramjack. I'm Alex. Brad is here too, as always. And thank you for listening to the show. Ramjackpodcast.com. If you want to look us up and find a lot of our past episodes, we're also on all main streaming platforms. Shout out to the Spotify listeners. Shout out to anyone who's listening outside of the continental United States. Continental. The United States in general. Um, there's a Facebook group. There is the YouTube channel. There's lots of ways you can interact with the show. Email us. Get in touch with us. See what's up. We like to hear from you. What are you ticked off about? What are you ticked off about? Toss. What's something that happened this week or you read this week that you thought was interesting that you want to bring to the show? Hmm. We're all ears over here. Have, have you have you listened to a podcast a month ago and said you were going to talk about it on your podcast but never get around to it? Speaking of things I've cut out of the show, still waiting, still waiting, but whatever, whatever. At some point, Alex should have a very important report about a podcast. <laughs> There's a podcast that uh, it makes me feel uncomfortable. I don't know how else to say it. And it's not necessarily for the reasons that people might think it makes you uncomfortable. Um, I, but I want to talk about it with Brad and where where else but to talk about it in a public forum that is our podcast I haven't done my homework though I want to really come correct because game recognize game podcast recognize podcast I don't want to be caught misinterpreting something or I want to make sure I have everything ready when I come back with this stuff it'll happen eventually didn't have it in my heart to listen to this podcast this week for lots of reasons but that's besides the point we'll get to it we'll get there please stop please stop right please but please keep writing keep writing oh keep writing keep start writing. writing if you haven't if you haven't written maybe it's time to start writing yeah i journal for a podcast that's what i do send us your journals I to- do you have some journals send them to us we were soliciting fears now we just want your journaling yeah which is what's going on. Just the day-to-day. Just give us the day-to-day. Yeah. The format of what we were asking for was too much. I can't just send a message to a podcast. That's too intimidating. Alex and Brad, they've been doing this for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. They've got over 500 episodes. What could I possibly say in a message to them other than to give them accolades, other than to thank them, to show my appreciation? But journaling? Well, I can throw you a few journal notes. Mm-hmm. Here's just some random ideas I had. Huh? No need to say hello. No need to say how much you love the show. Uh, just tell us your idea we were here to listen yeah, to you yeah yeah we want to hear yeah. and friends if you're having a conversation with your um ai mcdonald's and you're just trying to find out if maybe just maybe they have some of those uh, sleeping giraffe glasses from 1988 J- just ask them directly can you check the back see if there's see if there's any more of those from 1988 just to see if you have them ne- next to like next to the the, the little muppet stuffed muppet babies um <laughs> and the uh the the little uh <laughs> um, the little mcnugget guys and uh just just see if there's anything back any back there around those ronald mcdonald ai before i order two questions is your ice cream machine working? Do you have a basement where you store <laughs> vintage uh, I, I goodies, Happy Meal? Give a, I, I don't know what you'd call it, AI, but like... We I, still have some <laughs> Teddy oh, Ruxpin toys in the back, but the ice cream machine is down. God damn it. All right. <laughs>
<laughs> I want to talk to an AI now that works at McDonald's. Because all McDonald's, a lot of McDonald's have basements. That's the joke there, that they would have this thing where they would have all these things. Not to explain the joke, but it's after the show, technically, so it's cool. It's a little bit more casual I mean, of, once the show people, ends. People like were really worried about, about the basement at Comic Ping Pong Pizza. You really need to be worried about the basement at McDonald's. <laughs> the perfect temperature to keep super servers with your AI in there, stealing mm. all of your uh, information. Also, the amount of novelty toys or goods from yesteryear. It's like yeah. a fucking Indiana Jones treasure hunt once you go oh, down yeah. in there. You got to start raiding these things just to see what's anyone in there. That, anyone that owns a McDonald's franchise actually just owns a secret basement vault of of eBay collectibles. You heard it here first, and it's there right for the picking. Yeah. You just got to ask the AI what's there. Yeah. Just roll up, see, literally, that's, that's, and be like, Yo, that's AI, the hack. Up? That's the hack. The, yeah. If you ask like the, you know, you ask like a 16-year-old kid that works there, they're like, we don't, you can't, there's nothing in the back. I don't know what you're talking about. Because they don't know. They don't. The, but the the AI knows. It does. Because it, it doesn't know not to tell. They haven't programmed that in yet. It's too honest. They thought you, you they were taking advantage of you. <laughs> oh, mm. no. Mm-mm. You befriended their AI and now oh. their vault of secret vintage I'll eBay take, ready I'll take goods? two Alvin and the Chipmunk collectible glasses, please. Please? One for me, one for the internet. Bam, $15,000 just walked right out of that store. Got him. Thanks, AI. I really love the idea of the McDonald's vault now. Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> Wild. You can also get that uh, Rick and Morty sauce or whatever the fuck. That's of it. Do you think they had remember that Remember that was a thing? That was, they, like, like they yeah. had special Rick and Morty sauce? Do you remember when we were kids and Burger King had the Shrek ketchup? No. They, also, we weren't kids when Shrek was out. I, I say kids. Well, okay. When when would... I, I remember it... We were like seniors in high school. Okay. I, I still consider us when we were in high school children compared to like who we are now. Um, I, Anyone under the age of 25, I've said this before, I would say they are still kind of an adolescent safe point. That's what I meant. But you're right. We were not children. We were basically adults. Um, But I remember being in a rehearsal for... Was it Brigadoon? I don't remember when. Going to Sorry. Burger King to get an order for people because it was close to us and them having the the Shrek ketchups which is basically just green ketchup because Shrek was green and it was like a thing it was just ketchup that hadn't been like dyed green as opposed to dyed red um weird mm. I don't think Burger King has that they don't have the vault like McDonald's does nah, they don't McDonald's have vaults. is that primo quality vaults yeah quality vault stuff fuck fuck Burger King doesn't have anything I mean I don't know Burger King had like, elf puppets Oh so, yeah, get those elf puppets. But I don't. But they you don't gotta have go to the, you gotta, That's the yeah. Thing. They don't have basements. That's the thing. You got to go to the. You got to go to the Burger King closet of secrets. <laughs> it's no good. Not as interesting. Not as That's like mildew. Not a mildew in there. Ah, yeah, because it's going to take down the value. Mm-mm. But the McDonald's vault, pristine. Oh, yeah. Now the Wendy's attic, it's very nice, but there's nothing there. Nothing. Huh. Nothing. Small space. Small overhead yeah. space. It's really hard no, to get things very up there. Very nice. Very nice, but like literally nothing there. What the hell came from Wendy's? Did Wendy's even have toys in their kids' meal? I remember going on, not to, not to prolong the end of the podcast, I remember having my birthday at McDonald's in a small town that I grew up in before I moved to the town that we ended up growing up together in. And they took me on on a tour of the McDonald's and went to the basement. It was fucking awesome. 
because it was a basement in a McDonald's and it was like, what? Um, but I also remember going to one at another kid's birthday party because the birthday party was in the basement. Like it was the place, they had had an area to the side where like there were chairs and tables and you had the birthday there, which was weird. Wait, wait, are you talking about a, a wait, are, are, I can't tell, are we still in the bed? Are you talking about a real McDonald's No, basement? this actually happened. This is not, this is not a joke. This is for real happened. I had my birthday party at McDonald's when I was a kid. I was in uh, kindergarten. And a McDonald's basement. No, no, mine, they took us on a tour and it was down there. The okay. other memory I have is going to, and this was not in the same city, so I was much, I, I, I can't remember if I was slightly older or younger. There was another McDonald's where the place you had the party was in the basement. I guess to, to cut down on the amount of, one, they didn't store a lot of stuff down there. I don't know why. Different McDonald's are different from the franchise. I, I've, like never heard, the way I, like, I've never heard of a McDonald's basement. This is scaring the fuck out of me. McDonald's, all, most McDonald's have basements. For real. Did you not know this? I thought that was part of I, what made it funny I to you. we were fully doing a bit. No, I don't no, know friend. What... This is real. This is what makes it more fun to me anyway, is the fact that, oh, hey, they have these things. What you think of might actually exist. Um, but yeah, so in this particular McDonald's, they just had part of the basement instead of like storage. This is where the kids had the parties. So they could keep space open for people who weren't having parties. I don't know. Capitalism. Um, mine was held upstairs because it was different McDonald's. But yes, real story. Most McDonald's, especially in the 80s and 90s, were built with basements for lots of reasons. Weird. This is the Very first weird. time. I'm like, I've never even, I like, are you sure this wasn't just like a weird one-off building? Like, no. most McDonald's have basements? I'm looking it up right now, but I know this Please is Please do. We need an update on this, because like, I've, like, I have literally never heard of this before. This sounds, I like, I feel like this is like some weird, like, suppressed memory that you're mixing together with some other terrible tr- trauma or something. <laughs> When I typed in McDonald's basements, one of the things I get is an advertisement from one of the people locally that waterproof basements, because I guess McDonald's has problems with some of their basements, and that doesn't <laughs> surprise me. Yeesh. Um, I'm getting some ads, that, uh, some websites that are like, uh, 11 facts about McDonald's that may surprise you. I'm like, is it a basement? <laughs> oh my God, stop, you stupid website. Stop with all the weird pop-ups and shit. This one has nothing about a basement. Oh my god, there was a McDonald's on the west side of Cincinnati that had a basement reserved for parties. From what I, I can't find anything immediately on it, but from what I remember, it was something that a lot of modern ones don't have, but there was a span of history that was about a decade where they were like, yep, you need a basement for storage. Um, And because of the way that they do it, where McDonald's owns the property and they help you build the building, it was something they were able to help. Like, it was just something that happened. Yeah, I'm seeing that this was a thing. Like, in the 80s, people were talking about um, doing basement uh, birthday parties at McDonald's. Crazy, right? Creepy as fuck. Creepy? You thought it was a bit. It was reality. They have those Garfield glasses somewhere, friend. Yikes. I have one of them at home. I think my parents still drink out of a Garfield glass. Uh, Everyone's like, it's up in the cabinet as an option. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, we don't, we, my grandmother definitely had a couple of them. I, I, I was, I was thinking about it the holidays this year because I was thinking like I, I just remember we used to drink a boiled custard out of them. Oh man, um, that's awesome! And I was like, maybe I should get on eBay, like uh, grab one of those up. I think you should, or you should go to a McDonald's in Florida. Or I should go. AI. I, I gotta go find a McDonald's. Well, see, the thing is, you can't have basements in Florida. So, I mean, what's the point of even going to a McDonald's? Like, can't have them. I don't even know where they keep their stock. When did they say that you couldn't do it? I'm sure there's laws that pass now. It's like, look, building codes. It would be stupid to put a basement in. Are you crazy? Well, no, it's, really that's building, it's just it, forever. No, it's just because of like the the water level. Yeah. Like, 
You just can't. Yeah. So I don't think there was ever a time. I think people were just like, oh, we can't do this. <laughs> they here. tried to build a basement. It's like flooded. What the fuck? Oh, it's a water level. It's not going to work. No. Uh, everything's uh, likely to fall into a sinkhole as is. So uh, there you go. Well, friends, uh, we all learned a lot today. <laughs> I'm just now looking at the thing that you had where the woman um, in the old video had an Excel where someone sent her a message through an Excel on her um, old Nokia oh, smartphone. Yeah. Our feature phone. This is old because I do remember Kelly this Rowland, music video. Yeah. Kelly Rowland getting text via Excel. <laughs> I mean, that shows you really hate someone or have animosity. Someone sent you an Excel file. Let me open this up. Row one, column one. It's over, babe. It's so funny. It's so funny. You didn't have the technology to fake a text message. <laughs>